Uh, yeah, talk about uh, moving to Atlanta. Like, so you used to live in like way south Texas, like almost Mexico, and right. now you move. Now you moved to Atlanta. Believe it or not, bro, it's not that big of a jump. It's okay. really like, uh, bro, like I live in in an area called like Norcross, which is in Gwinnett County. Okay. It's called Peachtree Corners is this is the town, but um, bro, it's so like Latino here, bro. But it's not just Mexicans anymore. It's like uh, Puerto Ricans, Colum- like Col- Colombian people, um, Dominicans, like it's all kinds of Latinos now. Uh, okay. It's it's pretty cool though. I just, I think I just got lucky with that. It's a bit quick, cool transition, but dude, I, I mean, I moved out here for the for the the music, you know, just trying yeah. to pursue a lot of my friends out here. Um, I mean, uh, you know, obviously the the scene is here of Christian hip hop and hip hop in general. Um, but um, a lot of the people I work with, I was flying over here a lot anyway. Right, and, right, right. Um, you know, being in a border town, I didn't really want uh, just, like, I wanted to offer my kids more, you know, than mm-hmm. just, uh, you know, hot days and palm trees and stuff, you know. Yeah. So, like, I really wanted them to experience more for uh, when they do come, you know, if if they do come. But uh, okay. You know what I'm saying? But also for right. us, like, I don't want to look back when I'm, like, you know, in my 50s or something and be like, dang, like, I've been here my whole life, you know? Um, so uh, from where I'm from, they're always like, if you get a chance to leave, leave. That's what they always say. Um, it's kind of the motto of the RGV. But, I mean, I love my home. But, uh, yeah, man, I, I think it was more of, like, a career choice and a lifestyle thing as well. Yeah. Well, and, and as you... I've noticed in the last year you've been able to network a little better. You got some crazy features, uh, so that's probably been part of it, right? Like getting to know some of these other rappers and like I mean, being in that community more and stuff. No, honestly, not. <laughs> I think uh, all that happened when I was there in Texas. You know, mm-hmm. like everything happened. Like I think because of all that stuff, because of me now working i felt more comfortable to move out here okay. you know because i saw i wouldn't move out here like just like if there wasn't any fruit you know what i mean uh but there is a lot to a lot to move off of you know uh to make that kind of big step i mean because it, it's not just me it's me and my wife my two dogs yeah. you know so we i gotta <laughs> take care of take care of my wife so i yeah cool so yeah you got a new album dropping uh I actually just went and listened to it again today. You changed the artwork out. That yeah, because what you originally had wasn't the artwork. Artwork wasn't finished. <laughs> this is the actual official artwork that you. So talk about the. Seen. So what's the artwork? There's like some imagery going on there. There's like maybe a little a little story, a little nod to what you're talking about in the project. Dude, definitely. So shout out to uh, Cassandra Jolie, uh, Cassandra, the artist. Uh, she's you know she's also an amazing not like artist a singer but she's also an artist like artist uh, as far as like creating visually so um, I linked up with her and we created this this piece you know my my standard was I want something that you can hang on the wall you know like I want it to be not just like a cover with like my face on it or something like you know Mm. rural hip-hop but I wanted it to be something deeper than that. So that was kind of the vision that I had. No, no text, none of that. Like just a, a scene, I guess you can call it. So you'll see on the, 
on the cover art, there's a person holding flowers. Uh, uh -huh. And you see a trail of, of, of flowers on the ground behind him. Uh, him or her. I mean, it's, you know, it could be a bald lady, you know, bald lady. <laughs> it just symbolizes a person, right? Um, so this is all in reference to the, to the theme of the album of anxiety, um, going to the song trauma, right? So the, the, when I wrote the song trauma, I think that is when I really felt like there's something to be said and there's a project that needs to happen, right? So I made the, the song Trauma with a, a poem that I wrote in the shower, which is really random. But um, the poem goes, uh, anxiety is like a leaf on a tree. It comes and it goes, says bye for a season until it blooms and it grows. Uh, trauma is like the root from the seeds. It grips and holds. You can never just rip it out. It leaves a scar in your soul. So um, starting off with that, uh, you know, the anxiety, the depression, the, those are all symptoms, right? The symptoms are uh, just fruit, you know, to the main seed, the main root of it all, which is trauma, you know. And uh, so for me, that is kind of the theme, the theme of that, you know, this person. And I go on to say in that poem that people come into your garden, like our bodies are gardens, our lives are meadows. And people go into your meadows, people come into your life, and they plant seeds in your life. Mm -hmm. and uh and and then you never know what they left until you see the symptom of it you know what i mean so yeah. uh whether it be grief whether it be envy uh you know greed jealousy like these are all things that uh that people leave in your life and uh so that is that person in in the garden you know it represents somebody in your life uh causing you trauma or just a thing in general um and yeah i love the color purple <laughs> yeah uh, that that is that's kind of the 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 color i get when i hear the project when i hear uh, it it's very dark and uh, yeah just very cool colors like so and i you know shout out to cassandra man she really executed it with excellence cool like you know it's it's really like everything i wanted uh but yeah bro Cool. Uh, it's a really dope album, man. I feel like uh, you've always kind of had that wavy stuff, the melodic stuff going, but you like really spit on here too. Like it's really, really crazy. There's a lot. I mean, you still kind of have the, it's, it's still like that trap rap stuff. Like it's great. Like this is, this is 350. I feel like this is what. Sprinkles of it. Yeah. 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 But uh, I feel like on a deeper level, you're talking about a lot of heavy stuff. Like, man, a lot of like, uh I, I took some notes of like drug references and stuff like um popping right, pills yeah. ritalin adderall swallow insecurity pop a bean um <laughs> just talking about mental health like man yeah like man. uh so are you are you speaking of like a place where like you've been there or are you speaking uh, uh like just trying to help people out uh through that is this uh, more of like so a first person perspective or no, this is definitely my life, and this is definitely my experiences, uh, unfortunately. Uh, but yeah, man, like it, it, it's just something that's been too real for me. Mm -hmm. And because I never, you know, unfortunately, I didn't get the help that I needed. That's where I would resort to, you know. And even now, to to this day, 
I'm still on drugs, but now they're prescription drugs. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Uh, Lexapro is the one the the or is the one I take daily. You know, kind of too much information, but whatever. You know, like uh, and then Xanax for like panic attacks. Like I'm still learning how to how to deal and how to cope and how to how to live in freedom and uh, walk with Jesus, walking with Jesus and him perfectly being, uh, making me perfect. You know what I mean? Uh, Cause we're perfectly being made perfect as the word says, right? Like, you know, so he's still working in me and still pruning the vines and, you know, like he, yeah. So it's still a daily process, dude. Um, obviously there's, I mean, not obvious, but I'd like to point out that there's not an abuse of drugs yeah. you know, as, there, as there once was, but, um, yeah, man, like I, I think in one of my songs, Blame, I say the whole uh, song is who who's to blame for me taking this, you know, who's the uh, more so who's the blame for my uh, issues that I'm dealing with. And I, I think a lot of a lot of times we want to uh, label it or point the finger at what this is that this is that uh, this is why you're feeling this way. And this is why uh, you have anxiety. This is a trauma that you felt. Uh, but alluding to the going back to the first song regardless um you know the first line of the hook is you may never know where it started you know so and it's funny because that's the start of the album you know just kind of putting it out there uh but yeah dude like you it's really like yeah medicine has been been the thing that's like is a heavy theme on two different levels because some a lot of times in our culture we like to put band-aids over things mm-hmm. and i think medicine and drugs are band-aid solutions mm-hmm. um you know for dealing with it so yeah dude it's it's heavy it's heavy stuff but i know like the lord didn't give it to me um for me you know what i mean like he a lot of people are feeling this way also people mm-hmm. that you may know that you you know you may not um know about these things but you know them personally but they're hiding it you know or they're going through this so it is definitely my experiences but for other people as well that's good that's good that's kind of what i was asking i mean i feel like mental health is like a something that like you just don't talk about that much and especially like a christian artist trying to figure out how to talk about it in their songs i feel like there's another level to that even so like, you know, right. you could be in your small group or like at church and share struggles with the people around you. But like, it's like another level to go and write a song about it. You know, I'm, I feel like that's something sure. that sets you apart, though. And it may, makes you more relatable to the listener because it's like, oh, man, here's a person who understands the struggle. Here's a person who needs God. Here's a person who's looking for hope around every corner and is still like trying to figure life out, you know for so, sure yeah and i i think i've been trying to train uh you know the listener with songs like uh Wim, you know wish i like marijuana uh, mm-hmm. it sounds like if i like a lot of or uh, drive me home which is about mm-hmm. uh you know intoxication you know mm-hmm. so it's like uh like uh i've always been talking about it and sometimes it may seem like i want the drugs or like i want but a lot of us do or like we Mm -hmm. at least feel like we need it you know Mm -hmm. what i mean and that is the real struggle of the christian um from the christian perspective a lot of people feel this way Uh, but because of christian culture we don't talk about it and that's what's scary bro and you know the word says you know things that 
don't come to light. You know what I mean? They just, you know, they, they, they just grow and build into darkness, you know? And it's just, yeah, bro. Like these things need to come to light. And if I can, like, I'm not an advocate or like, I'm not the poster child for mental health whatsoever. Like, I'm not that person that's going to make t-shirts about like, you know, you know, uh, protect your mind and all that. You know what I'm saying? Like go to therapy, (laughs) go to therapy. Uh, you know, those kinds of people are built for that. I feel like me, I was just trying to be the perspective of it. For yeah. people that may not understand what anxiety is, it's not just feeling, uh, uh, you know, jittery or nervous. It's a real, like, for, at least for me, it's a disorder that I had, that I've been diagnosed with. And, uh, but a lot of people develop it. You know, yeah. it's a learned trait. So that means it can be stopped, you yeah. know? But, um, and it's huge within our within our uh, within our faith as well, like just uh, and sometimes it may even hard to say may even be triggered by our faith because we're taught that like shout out to A three this is something that he talks about in his album, uh, but uh, like the anxiety of maybe not being good enough for God or mm-hmm. you know not being good enough for the church and just hiding and you know pushing down your your feelings and just who you are you know not letting who you are really shine like those are triggering within the christian culture and and those are just those are just food that feeds that darkness of anxiety and depression and yeah man like we need to talk about that you know and I, i i really just want to be myself in that you know yeah. like it's not yeah i'm not trying to advocate for mental illness like i don't right. of course i don't like it right like, at all like i i just want to talk about it you know and yeah. this, i that's all i can talk about because that's what i've lived you know yeah when you when, i've heard it said before like when you talk about these things and they start to lose their power over you so the more you talk about it the more they lose their power yeah that's great dude yeah like i remember i thought that i was like crazy and then, um, you know, nobody, my, my mom, my dad, you know, they, my grandpa would just pray over me and get the demons out. You know what I mean? Uh, but since I was six years old, mind you, I'm not talking about like over a month's period, like right. since I was six to I was like 20, you know, like uh, even to now, you know what I mean? Now, yeah. but I understand what it is now. But um, I remember when I was 21 and I was going through this, I met a, I met a, he would, become a mentor of mine his name is and uh excuse me my throat but uh, <laughs> i remember just talking to him in a coffee shop and he would tell me he told me this story about how he went to like a clinic when he was my age he would just he thought he was gonna die and he was like sitting there and then it passed in like an hour and he's like okay i can just leave i guess like it took the doctor so long that the it passed and he eventually learned that it was anxiety and wow. when when he when he would talk about it for me it was like yo like that's exactly how i feel and i could put a name to it and i get and Mm. i can give it a name and when you figure out what is wrong with you or what is going on with you uh you know it's easier to combat it that way you know what i mean and um you know what to pray for and you know what to how to get help right um but yeah like they definitely lose your power when you bring them to light yeah so uh talk about so regardless just dropped yesterday right well as of today that we're recording it yeah as of today okay well last yeah. night i guess last night i mean yeah for sure dude like that that is probably one of my favorite songs that i've written 
uh, just because I love that sound, you know, of that grimy hip hop uh, sound. And I guess now we can uh, equate it to like Griselda, you know. Yeah. Uh, it's funny how you talk a lot about the trap kind of uh, 350 sound. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the beginning, as you know, because you've been, me and you and I have been rocking for a minute, like this, this is the kind of music that I've been making. Yeah, you know yeah, I mean? yeah. You know, going all the way back to seasons and mountains. Um, uh, you know, even even as of recent, my um, most recent single before the rollout for this album, uh, No More Praying, it is a sound that I really wanted to uh, make my own, you know, because uh, I just love that kind of music. I love, uh, like, I think one of my favorite projects is uh, Prime uh, by Royce the Five Nine and DJ Premier. Oh yeah, 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 bro. Yeah, I mean, if you have if you have uh, convictions towards secular music, I mean, don't <laughs> do not hear it by all means. No, Prime <laughs> is dope. Yeah, but it is excellent writing, and the skill is just top crazy, tier, bro. Yeah. It is top tier. His rhyme, Royce the Five Nine's rhyme schemes are just insane um like slaughterhouse i mean that's how i know royce the fine nine from slaughterhouse okay so, see i, but, I uh, listened to i've been listening to hip-hop for so long bro i the first time i heard uh royce the five nine he put out an album called death is certain death is certain yeah yeah and i was in college when that came out it was like 2002 right yeah i want to say yeah he, maybe 2002 like- 2003 he has like 13 albums dude <laughs> i know i know he didn't really get he didn't really get super popular until after that success is certain was really good that was like the part two of that but it was like mm. probably 12 years later you know that he put it out so 10 years For later sure. i don't know i'm I'm exaggerating probably i don't have stuff but yeah royce has been royce has been crazy for for years man you got some uh you got some crazy features on here man do you want to talk about any of these like yeah, that Mowgli yeah. song is crazy the Mowgli song Dude, that's crazy. I feel like you guys linking together like that because he's probably like another one who's top of mind for me that talks about mental health and like just like real stuff and has like a different vibe to him. I feel like you guys linking together on that song was just like match made in heaven. That's crazy because I I feel like that's not really like um, like people wouldn't think to put us together. But um, he asked to be on it when I, because I showed him that song uh, because this project's been finished for a while. But I'm like, yeah, I'm still working on it, bro. He's like, yo, if you're going to make a remix, like, let me be on it. I'm like, bro, just get on the actual song, you know? (laughs) And dude, what he wrote about, um, you were never worth it all along. Like that is, um, yeah, like I I think it, it just matched so well with the, the idea of breaking chains, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like that that song Good Without You is uh, a song about, you know, taking captive of your thoughts and saying yeah. goodbye to the things that hold you captive, you know? Uh, so yeah. for him to come on that, I mean, you talking about from heaven, like, yeah, I think God really like Crazy. used uh, Mowgli for that. So the features that are listed, uh, you know, I think Joey Vontas, he, I mean, he slid, bro. He is the waviest kind of like melodic rapper that I know. Mm-hmm. You know, I would, I would equate him even to like freaking like party next door. You know, mm-hmm. uh, just the way he rides. You know, and uses the auto tune to make such a wavy sound. You know, very psychedelic. And um, and I just love that about his sound. Dude, I love uh, the so- hook. I love the hook on that song. 
Uh, did that did uh, shots A three man? He helped me write it. Uh, but uh, cause and speaking of collaborators on that, uh, people won't really know, but John Keith is on that song, but uh, he's not on the song. He made the beat, which oh, is dope. It's like a cool. It's a cool little nod. Like I have John Keith on my album, but not how people would traditionally think of him right. to be on there. Yeah. You know what I mean? People, yeah, but he, I mean, he killed that beat, dude. Like, that is probably like the hardest hitting um, 808s that you'll hear, you know what I'm saying? Uh, and then, you know, going down the line, you know, we have my boy Wolf. Uh, you know, also, like, I think him and I are like on the come up together, which mm-hmm. is super cool. I just uh, love the idea of both of us coming together and collabing. Like, he is just such a, such a character. And he's just one of those cool people, bro. Like, he just looks like a superstar, you yeah. know, going on to people that look like superstars, freaking Paris Careers himself. So <laughs> you t- you talked about Mowgli the Iceberg, bro. Um, top top two Paris Careers verses uh, is uh, Los, Con- Los Santos Custom. Yeah. You, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, Los Santos. So that, on, on Mowgli's song, yeah. On, yeah. on Mowgli's oh, that song. That song goes crazy. That song's crazy. Sl- Slick, I got back to the block. Bro, come on, dude. So, so when I heard that, I I I gave Mowgli his flowers because I'm like, I told him, um, I'm like, bro, I got Paris Careers on this song because I heard your song, and the way he got on that on a dark trap kind of song, I'm like, bro, his voice and his flow just fits so well, and I never like to work with artists that I'm not genuinely like fan of. You know, like I don't want to just get like, uh, like no big deal. I'm a big fan of no big deal. But if I wasn't, I wouldn't just get no big deal as a feature just because he's popping. Like right. you know that that's sort of kind of being fake. You know, right. um, you know. Fortunately, I am a fan of no big deal, so that does happen. Like, or it has happened. You know, shout out to Joey Black Blancas. But uh, you know, what I'm saying so. Like, you know, I I only work with people that I'm really big fans of. That is yeah. like a check check off the milestone list for me um yeah. paris careers is one of them like i love his sound from the beginning uh Crazy. man he he is just yeah I, and i think he's one of the one of the one of the spearheads to this new uh wave of making christian rap cool right yeah or just making this space bigger than it big, bigger than it was like he's yeah. leaving a mark on chh yeah. um and but yeah man like there's a lot of dope um extra little teasers in the album from mission texas his name is joseph stingley he's on, his, how uh, do you spell his last name uh sting so s-t-i-n-g-l-e-y okay i'm looking him up well okay. he is you, you hear his music bro he is an amazing singer he's gonna be on aiden's album too eight three okay. uh, but he is the he has like this outro on one of my songs and bro amazing like his vocal tone and his the way like he's a singer singer he's great but there's little moments like that that i just love to create and it's it's something like another layer for like the for like the core fans uh as they dig deeper into the album you know they'll they'll uncover something new uncover something i love you divine is that what it is yeah love you divine Love you, Divine. Yeah, so it, it is I love you, right? That's initially what I wanted to say, but I think it was a little, uh, it's a little more cleaner with love you, Divine. Um, 
uh, just, I mean, we could finish off with this, like, um, just the whole, the, the name of the project, Love You Divine. Uh, divine is the name of my grandma, right? Uh, her name, uh, her name's Diana, Diana. Uh, and so that translates to divine. So uh, in creating this project, my grandma had uh, passed away. You know, mm -hmm. uh, it was right after Siervo Fest and I was out of town doing the show. Uh, and so I wasn't able to be there for her last moments, you know. So mm -hmm. in a sense, I really didn't get to say like goodbye. I, I did beforehand, you know, we all were not sure if she was going to make it. So we all said our goodbyes. But I felt like this is actually me saying goodbye and thanking her you know mm -hmm. so in my battle with anxiety my grandma was a she was a pastora they would call her she's a pastor's wife uh, but okay. she was also you know the pastor is not like the person from where i grew up from like it is the pastor the pastor's wife like them two are the leaders of the church you know or they're one of the ones leading the flock in a sense mm -hmm. and uh she was a pastora and she was always the one to support to pray over me uh, to let me cry, um, to give me hugs, um, you know what I mean? She was always the one that was there for me, uh, especially when I needed her, bro. And so she was the one that taught me to take captive of my thoughts, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? She's the one that taught me to stand up, and she was a really bold woman, you know, when it came to her, her walk with God, and she was always like, no, you, you, you tell the devil, get out, you know what I mean? Like, she is one of those ladies, man. And uh, so she really gave me the courage and uh, she taught me, you know, the, 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 the strength that comes from God in Philippians 4.13, like how to, how to really use it and to, to say enough is enough, you know what I mean? Mm. Obviously, I did need more help, but as far as breaking those chains in my life, she was a big part of that, you know? And um, yeah, so this is a way of me just saying uh, goodbye uh, mm. and finally thanking her, saying love you. You know, so it is. It is literally a letter signing "I love you, divine." Nice. Yeah. But yeah, man, that's cool, it, man. It, it, yeah, so it, it's definitely that's why I kind of like take it a bit more serious because it is a uh, this is a stamp in time, I guess. You know, this is a, a snapshot of this period of my life, my early 20s. Um, and yeah, the loss of my grandma and just, you know, I'm, I'm going to look back and at this album and I'm going to be like, you know, I remember that time very, very vividly, you know, and I have this cat time capsule of an album, uh, you know, to to help me remember, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, bro. Love you divine. <laughs>